right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to First Listen Media. Today, I am with the band known as Stone Sloth. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Doing good. Right. <laughs> let, let us begin. Where did this project begin? At a bookstore. <laughs> I was uh, I used to work at a bookstore, Chicken and Books. This is where the name came from. Was uh, we got a we got a lot of books that would come in, and we had some right out. One of them the subtitle was like Stone Sloths and Love Lust Hippos in Other Tales of the Animal World. And I was like, Brandon, we should start a band called Stone Sloth and the Love Lust Hippos. And he's like, yeah, well, this is called Stone Sloth. Yeah, of course I was down for it. And that's how that started. And it's called Stone Sloth. At that point, I didn't even need to know any other information. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. I need to find that book now. <laughs> I don't even think, think AJ. No, I, AJ no you, guys, you guys had started this before you met me, but. All like, I know is the uh, concept of it. We didn't really start it. Yeah, but, but all, all I, kind of the concept of it. All I know is that uh, when I met Brandon, um, it was actually one of my first days working at the job that I have now. Um, and he asked me like if I was into music and stuff. No, actually, that that's not what happened. That's not what happened. You actually did a delivery of somebody else. Um, was that right? The first yeah, the first no, delivery was with me, but we didn't really discuss music. Yeah. And then you and Ryan went out on delivery. And I remember Ryan hit me up and said, hey, did you know that AJ plays drums? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We ain't fucking talk anything Dude, about I music. Swear, I we did. No, we didn't. Which was totally which kind of like, I was like, are you, what the fuck? So then, of course, me, you, and Ryan got together. So we had another guy named Ryan that we got together with with brian uh ryan is not with us though <laughs> he is not in the band <laughs> but uh yeah it was like four of us trying to do, do it and uh uh ryan yeah ryan came over jammed, jammed like twice twice and yeah. just never showed back up so we were like all right well it's just three of us i guess yeah and we kept on you know just jamming out and everything feeling feeling out the music and but that was that was when we were in my basement now we're in this this house here brandon's house which is a much better space because we don't have my parents upstairs <laughs> annoyed that they're hearing the same riff. No, so we have my wife and kids upstairs annoyed they're hearing the same riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they can't say shit. Yeah, they can. <laughs> compared, compared to how, how your mom approached it, your mom was very much, oh my God. Yeah. She I, hated it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that one, that one song. And we were like, oh, what's up? She hates Frankenstein philosophy. And Loaded Gun. And loaded gun because of course those so the way that we played everything is the same way that it's gonna be on the album we uh started with frankenstein philosophy then we went to loaded gun then there's don't tell me uh ballad of fallen angels morphine and ptsd and then it ends the album on the track um last call last call <laughs> <laughs> and uh so of course we kept playing frankenstein and loaded gun the most because if we fucked up We'd restart from there. Yeah. <laughs> so after a while, she was like, "I fucking hate those songs." And we would we would go through our set list maybe like two or three times every band practice, which was once or twice a week. And and, and we were drinking. Oh, a lot, a lot of beers, a lot of beers. Did a lot, a lot of live video performances because this was during like 2020. I threw up once. That was fun. During yeah, the live video, during the live video. 
Yeah, we literally just ended a song, and then you just see Brian just set. running away. Yeah, the end of the set. The well, that's what I mean by the end of the video. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the total video. Like we just finished the set, and I think uh, what it was was during morphine, morphine and PTSD. There's a certain part where it calms down. Uh, so Brian sitting there just playing on a note, left-handed, and just takes a beer, just starts chugging it. But he apparently chugged it way too fast. There's also a big <laughs> And we had another song to go through after that. So we went through the other song as well, as well as finishing that song. So it's probably like almost uh, 15 minutes. No, a little less, because it's only uh, the two songs. Well, that's when we were doing. <laughs> that was when we were doing. Oh, we were doing another yeah. track. So, yeah. okay. So, yeah, about 15 minutes later yeah. that he threw up. <laughs> so poor Brian was, had to deal with that. It was, it wasn't, it was a big crowler kit. It wasn't like a. <laughs> little kid so yeah it was like from one of the local breweries or something too uh not sure which one yeah legitimus legitimus it was from legitimus <laughs> oh that was probably one of the ones i brought that. yes okay yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness i can't believe she hates that song frankenstein philosophy is like one of my favorite songs right now what the hell bang. i I'm super excited for this album to come out because uh, there's so many uh, good pieces of music on it, and they're uh, definitely a collection of three of us. Yeah, and it's definitely fun to like, like even even in our practices and everything and recording process and all that. Like for me, it's been really fun to just have that energy going in and like really, especially with Frankenstein. Like when we when we would be in my basement, like. Off. Oh like God, definitely so starting off our set even in practices with that song the energy would just rise from like the the screech of uh turning on your amp to just like that crunch like coming up into that like no 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 and like for me that's just the most fun part because i'm the fucking drummer like i get to dance around my set and like for me that song is really what builds the energy and then going I mean, into that, the next track i feel like that like, song also kind of like chain like having that as the first song compared to if we picked any of the other songs it's the first song to our set i feel like it would change the way that we would do things because that song's kind of ridiculous and in, in somewhat of a way because it's it's not fully like from my positioning like a way of like being super serious while still kind of being serious it's got this way where you can kind of play around with it a lot and uh I would annoy Brian by jumping around a lot during that song. And that one time you licked him? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, it's more, it's not so much you joke around, it's more like you joke around in my face. <laughs> <laughs> more, more like this, Brian. Brian. <laughs> We're like three brothers who annoy the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, more, little, more so brothers. I'm the, I'm probably the most annoying member of the group, hands down. <laughs> hey, bands like that stay together, so can't well, rule that out. It's like a it's well, a brotherly at, bond you guys share. I, I've quit three times. At at the very least, they create really good music because there's a lot of tension all the time. <laughs> I quit once, and Brendan bummed the guitar to keep me in the band. <laughs> I just bought him a shirt so that he would stay in the band too. Yeah, I was going to quit that day. And I was like, oh, I can't quit now. He bought me a baseball jersey. <laughs> it's a stone yeah. sloth on it with, it with his favorite number and his name on the back. Oh, that's awesome. It's got our uh, logo right on the side too. 
Now we just got to get AJ some sort of hippie shirt. Yeah, I want a trippy hippie stony shirt. Like I want this. Like I want this. So we got to make his eyes super fucking red, and maybe di dilute them so it looks like he's tripping on acid. That's what I'm saying though. But like trippy but like, hippie no, shirt. But like instead of like red eyes, they have to be like Mushrooms. like no tie dye. <laughs> well, I didn't speak tie dye shirt. No, no, no. Just the eyes tie dye and then tie dye around stony. And no, then dude, black. dude, do something that you would see at Woodstock. Then it'll be set. All right, topless lady. I, I would love to be a topless lady. <laughs> topless lady um, basically having a dude on the leash. Her name's Tasha, by the way. I know her. <laughs> His name's John that's on the leash. He's a great guy. He's a great kisser. So this <laughs> is not why he's on the leash. <laughs> well, isn't that what an interview is? A story time about what we're trying to say? Basically insanity. <laughs> Interviews always go sideways. Especially makes them fun. Especially if you're talking to a band called Stone Swap. You really expect that interview to go well. You, you, you kind of went the wrong band. No, see, going well means different for me than it does for most. Because for me, going well means everyone's having fun. Oh, shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah. Oh, this is this is great. <laughs> I love the energy you guys have. I mean, this is kind of kind of what I feel like our music is. So AJ and I are the two having fun, and Brian's just angry at us the entire time for enjoying ourselves. No, no, I'm having fun. I have fun in different ways. That is true. <laughs> Mostly getting he's, angry. He's more low key about fun. <laughs> I really am looking forward to seeing you guys live one of these days. Well, we're, we're excited that's, for that. That's going to well. be interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're both from Connecticut. So um, it's like you guys aren't that far from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to be something that's going to end up happening this year. We're definitely going to go out and do something at the very least some sort of live scenario i mean we've already uh talked about possibly just doing a backyard gig at some point just because everything's kind of crazy in the world right now yeah annoy the neighbors yeah neighbors we also joked around about doing a taco bell tour <laughs> who did <laughs> All of us remember. Oh, we were drinking a lot though when we came up with that. Idea. <laughs> Go to Taco Bell's and just start playing without permission. Taco Bell tour. <laughs> no, you didn't just add the logo to it holding the, the um. Jokingly, it sounds what I would say is a joke. That's totally. I don't. Totally I'm pretty certain he was just yeah. super drunk, and we were like, "Fuck, you should never ever present an idea that you think is ridiculous to us." Because AJ and I are gonna hop on that. Like, like I'll come up with twists for it too. It's like we started the band. I'm gonna hop was, on it like pop, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how the band started too. Why can't I see that actually happening? Just just this a stone sloth logo with the blunt in one hand, a taco in the other, and you guys just going to do a bunch of Taco Bells playing. Oh yeah. Third third show in, we get sponsored by Taco Bell. Or, they're they're or, paying or us like thirty-six dollars worth of Taco Bell food every day. Most of them were straight order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a restraining order still means we win. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm sorry. I'm, ha- I'm having way too much fun with this. <laughs> well, we should probably get into the music, which we haven't done yet. Probably. Tell me the lyrical process behind Frankenstein philosophy. Uh, that was me who wrote that lyrics. Um, I don't know. I really looked, I just started. I wrote Frankenstein philosophy down the piece of paper, and I kind of just started writing. And at the time, I was kind of dealing with a lot of emotional bullshit. Like stuff was hard <laughs> to say the least. But I guess. I don't know. And then, yeah. So, yeah. I just started writing Franklin. It's kind of, I guess, sorry. <laughs> it's hard to think about why I wrote it. But, like, so, I was, I was writing Franklin philosophy down on paper and be thinking, like, what is the Franklin philosophy? And, and uh, it's one of my favorite books and movies. And um, to me, it's a kind of, about a son being abandoned by its father and having to seek attention from the outside world in a way, um, which is why the line is um, hold my hand, old man, show me what I've ever been given. Because it's about that's about when he meets the old man in the cabin, who's blind, he doesn't see him for the monster that he is, and teaches him about music and about smoke and about fun things in life. So he's actually able to like be calm and live a life in a way until he gets hunted by the, the villagers again. Mm. So it's kind of like anxiety creeping in on you as you're trying to relax and stuff. Yeah, I think when uh, Brian originally presented it to us, he had... So I wasn't even doing that too. I, I wrote the lyrics that I showed to you then I wrote the guitar riff, yeah, and you you came up with the idea that they would go well together. That was, that was way before we were. Yeah, because I think that was in my mom's basement. That's what you had my, my mom's little room. Was it in your mom's room? Yeah, because I know that we uh, we played a little bit in my mom's basement with uh, this other drummer um, that just didn't work out, and but I don't know what stuff we played there. And we wrote last we call. Last call was written. Last call was there. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we've written a lot of the stuff in different places. Um, yeah, the cool we, thing about we, Frankenstein is like there's so many different ways to interpret it too. Um, I feel like probably each of us probably have like a different view on what it is and I think that's what's really cool about it. It's a, such a strong theme to it that it's easy for somebody to listen to it and be able to connect um, regardless of how it was written originally because it's uh it's got strong emotions and you hear it and you're like oh shit i'm hooked like you can definitely connect to it and that abandonment that he's talking about and uh feeling like an outsider and such so like that's a great great piece it's like um with with this band we kind of approached a lot of the music kind of simple uh we did the whole uh there's a term called kiss, keep it, uh, keep it simple, stupid. <clears throat> That's kind of what we did with a lot of the stuff, <clears throat> but I feel like that also helps to uh, drive out the musical elements and kind of get some of the themes across really well. Um, that step, that, that's definitely one of my favorite songs. I mean, awesome. I'm gonna probably say that about all of them though, <clears throat> because they're, they're all really cool. Um, 
the thing is Brian typically is a bass player and with this project he had, he said he wanted to do guitar and I was fucking down for it because I was like cool I don't have to fucking play guitar and sing at the same time and originally like I said like we had another guy in the band who was going to try to either do second guitar or bass or something but that just didn't work out um but like this project was really cool because I think all of us kind of did it differently from what we're used to. Brian hopped on guitar. It's not an instrument that he's familiar with. I hopped on the bass, which I was not familiar with while trying to sing at the same time. AJ can pick up any instrument be familiar with in like two seconds. Yeah, we actually found him in the woods. <laughs> it was like that Cheech and Chong fucking uh, little thing. That's how he always imagined it, that it was like Cheech and Chong. We just picked him up on the side of the road thinking he was a chair. <laughs> Please. It's true. I do have long hair. I just got it up in a bun right now. Yeah, he's he's the one with the hair in the band. Yeah. Oh, all the hair. Like, what the fuck, dude? You fucking, like, stole it all from us. <laughs> Come on, dude. Share. Share with him. <laughs> he's like those fucking seagulls from uh, Finding Nemo. Mine. 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 <laughs> oh, man. This is this is just way too enjoyable for me. I love it. I love it. We're like uh, fucking Happy Meals from McDonald's. <laughs> a lot of fun in a little box. <clears throat> Except as you get older, it's a lot more disappointing. I don't know. I think Happy Meals are better than fucking Happy Meals. <laughs> you still got a fucking toy. You know, I just tried a McDouble for the first time like a month ago. How oh, gross. <laughs> I am not a fan of McDonald's anymore. It's all the same to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't really go there myself. I'm just like, what is this? No. The only fast food I can deal with is Taco Bell. So if Taco Bell hears this and wants to sponsor Stone Sloth, we are on it. Yeah. I'm down for them. You want to sponsor you? Do it. Let's do it. Like, you just go immediately before they even finish their sentence. Yeah, we just we just start telling people that Taco Bell sponsors us. Well, we say yes, but really they're saying we're gonna sue you. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we should let them finish first. Like, yeah, we want to talk to you guys. Hell yeah! No, 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 no. We we want you to stop. Just stop playing in our fucking parking lots. <laughs> All right, cool. And then, then we we take it the wrong way. We start showing up thinking they want us in the lobby instead because we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm the one who read the email. So I'm like, hey guys, they want us in the lobby from now on. Yeah. They actually wanted us in the bathroom. No, it'd be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've written I've written the stuff with this dude and he's laughed at it. They told me a week that he didn't even read it. Wait, what? The scripts and the shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know your lines? Huh? What lines? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great to work with. <laughs> I don't do any of the work. <laughs> Typical singer. It's like, that, group. It's like that, uh, that class project that never gets done. <laughs> Milwaukee talking contradiction. That's a good song idea. You should write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Play bass while singing. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I've been to that. 
<laughs> yeah, I actually played the bass. <laughs> a lot of instruments. <laughs> Terribly though. <laughs> How would you best describe the music you make? Um. Well, noise on the guitar, drums are good, bass is just sloppy, vocals are just whiny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, experimental noise trash, I think, is one yeah. of the ways that Brian described it. I actually have a shirt where it's uh, the Stone Sloth logo on the front, and on the back it says experimental noise trash. And uh, what is, is it? it? Pentagram Blues. Pentagram Blues. Pentaton Blues. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you need to make more of those for merch and if you do please let me know so i can buy one <laughs> we definitely will <laughs> brian's like wait what <laughs> but I, knew, I already knew it was a good fucking thing that's why i said it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're definitely gonna have some merch up uh we've kind of started putting up some t-shirts here and there and brian's working on some more shit and uh We'll get it out there and see what we can do best with it. I hope so, because honestly, I, I would love to get some merch from you guys. Oh, yeah. I'd be excited to see see uh, some merch out there in the world. Hey, I'll, I'll wear it during my interviews. Nice. <laughs> Brian's going to have a fucking coffee cup that just says Stone Sloth. I'd rather drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've had to change beer for coffee and practices. <laughs> it's like legal speed. <laughs> <laughs> what do I help here too? Just a little bit. Just not by much. My teeth are still fucked. But... <laughs> at least you're not hanging out by a 7 Eleven at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um. Sometimes when I'm the coffee at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, All right, at least you're not asking people for money for the car that you don't own. Well, I do own a car, so I can't. <laughs> I can't go there. Got a dollar? I need. I need to put some gas in my but car. I tell you, the time I was over down the corner by seven by seven eleven. <laughs> this lady comes to me. And she's like. You got two dollars. My dad will pay you back. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck your dad is. You're like, go away, crackhead. Oh, okay. I I went to a Little Caesars once to pick up pizza, and this dude sees me and start like the way he approached me was just kind of ridiculous. But I feel like the approach has probably worked for him before, so he does it all the time. But he saw me. And he got so excited to see me. Like, yo, bro, oh my god, it's been so long since I've seen oh, you. Yes. Like, all this and all that and shit. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, man, I haven't seen you since the party. And I'm like, alright, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what party did I go to in the last, like, how long ago was this? Yeah, it was like last week, man. So this dude's approach was to approach people and pretend like he went to a party with you and then ask you for money. Must it must have worked at some fucking point for him to actually think to keep doing it. I mean, he did it, and I'm like, no, I don't have any money. And thankfully, like, nowadays, everybody has cards. So I was like, I have no money. I have a card. When I came out, he then asked for pizza, like a slice of pizza. I was like, what the... the 
I don't speak English. I just went to the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Northampton for a while within the mass. And I had a pocket full of change. And this, this dude came up to me and was like, yo, can I get some spare change? He asked me every fucking day for spare change. So I was like, if I see him, I'm just surprised that he gave him a handful of spare, like my spare change or whatever. So I gave it to him. He goes, oh, thanks, man. Not fucking 10 minutes later, he comes up to me again and he goes, hey, man, you got some change? And I was like, I just gave you some fucking change. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and just walked away. I was like, wow. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> AJ's quiet over there because AJ's usually the dude in the stories. Actually, no, actually, I got a, actually, I got a story. I got a story. This is this is a weird one. So, uh, oh same lines with uh, this was with panhandlers though. So yes. I'm I'm in I'm in Hartford. I'm pulling up to go to the Blind Pig, which is right, you know, right off the highway there in Hartford. Um, and I was going to pick up a pizza, and so these two people they were kind of walking outside and not really talking to me when I was going in. When I came out, they weren't asking me for like money or nothing. They were probably they were just asking me for directions at first, and then they they were looking at the pizza, and they were asking me for the pizza, and so I I was like trying to be like nice. I'm like, all right, all right, here here's a slice of pizza for you, and then I went home, and then a week later I was in the middle of Hartford doing the delivery, and I seen these same people, and they were walking. And they were talking on cell phones and they had like money hanging out their pockets. And I'm like, oh my God, these are some panhandling ass motherfuckers. And then they had the audacity to come up to me and ask me if I knew who was who was hiring. I'm like, really? Really? It's the struggle. <laughs> it's just fucking Connecticut at this point. I have never run into that. That's because I'm in Newington. It's a small town with not much of that going on. Well, Newington, if you go to uh, the Pike, you'll probably see that. Actually, yeah, fair enough. I mean, if you go to the Pike, you'll you'll see it at the gas stations. You'll see it. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of motels and shit like that. So there's a lot of people in that area that panhandle uh, and kind of go around with gas cans just to collect money and such um i've definitely met some odd characters uh along the way of life and <laughs> definitely know some people who have lived in some of those hotels and motels <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah, those people are some of them are crazy and then some of them are even worse than crazy <laughs> <laughs> they both know, know one of the people that I'm referencing right now. They're just, a couple. They're, yeah, but you guys know the main one. Oh, I, I want to hear drummer. this story. It was another drummer that I uh, used to play with at one point, and uh, the dude had a lot of chops. He had talent. Uh, but I met him when we were like 20, 21, and um, basically since then, he hasn't put the bottle down. And he's moved on to harder things. Oh. So now I, he's... I, I get up to work at like 4.30 in the morning. I literally came downstairs once and he was in our kitchen asking if Brandon was upstairs. And I was like, 
what? <laughs> like, what, is he taking a bath or something? And he's like, oh, I don't fucking know. And turns out Brandon was on the couch the whole fucking time. Which is like five feet from where he yeah. was. The the dude started um from all of the uh, heavy drinking and whatever other substances he was putting in his body was hallucinating and having other issues, let's say. Good time to uh, be alive. <laughs> Sounds like it. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, that, that could be a good segue to talk about uh, a song that we haven't released yet. Don't, oh, yeah? Which one's that? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want to? Yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, he probably wants to hear, hear a That's song. That's the one song that he wrote. <clears throat> I wrote the music for... Well, there's two songs. That and uh, Ballad. No, I wrote Ballad. Well, you wrote the music. I wrote yeah, the lyrics. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah. Music-wise, it's the one song that he wrote. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the, the track Don't Tell Me is the only one that I wrote uh, the structure of the guitars for it, I guess. Because technically, I didn't really write the song 100%. I just kind of put down the chord structure and then the lyrics for it. <clears throat> um, and then Brian took it and turned it into what it is now. Um, Don't Tell Me is one of those tracks uh, sang kind of from the point of the view of the substance abuser in the mind frame of they're not wanting to get better or they feel like they're not, um, they haven't hit that point of, I need to get help. I need to change my life. Uh, because the, the chorus is, uh, the words are literally, don't tell me um, how to live my life and don't tell me how to die. Uh, because I've met so many people over the years who they know what they're doing is destroying them and just making their life worse and worse. And they either ignore it or they kind of half acknowledge it. Like they acknowledge it, but they're like, oh, that's future me that has to worry about that. Not present me. I'm going to just keep riding this wave until I hit a big fucking rock and nearly die. And then I'll stop. So I kind of wrote that from uh, the point of view of uh, I've watched so many people do this. So I tried to kind of write it, I guess, from their point of view as best as I could. A little difficult, but I feel like I kind of maybe nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> as best as possible. Um, so that track, we have that track, Don't Tell Me, and then we have another track afterwards called Ballad of Fallen Angels. And we, uh, the way we wrote it is we wrote those two tracks that go into each other, which is really well, cool. Actually, we wrote them really separate. Yeah. But and then I we ended realize up realizing they worked really well. Wrote yeah, I think it was who who, who did that? I started, that I, just, I started playing it right after we finished it. And we kinda... Yeah, like we, we finished the track, and the thing was, like, just the way the chords worked, uh, they were fairly close to each other. Um, I think Don't Tell Me we end on the chords, we end on the chord that it starts on, that it starts on basically, or the chord right before it starts basically. So and it's like the note that ballad starts on is the note that would come first in the transition of the chords. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. But it was also really cool just because like the way Don't Tell Me starts is it's kind of like acoustically driven in the beginning and then it gets heavier as you go on. And once it gets up to that peak at the end, um, ballad is a very heavy track. 
So it's really cool that we got to continue that energy from one track into the next. And then ballads also one of those where Brian plays the chords and uh, the chorus a little differently from the way that you would typically play a chord. Um, I don't. It's know called the Weezer chord. What's it called? I don't know what it's actually called, but it's Weezer chord. They call it the Weezer chord in the alternative rock scene because <clears throat> Weezer does a lot of work. Technically, it, it's a higher chord, but the way you play it, it sounds like it's heavier. Uh, they use it in hash pipe and stuff like like songs like that. Yeah, I think I think you're taking like the third and kind of yeah. So instead of fifth note, you're actually really playing. You're actually you're technically playing a, a tritone or a, a uh, duotone, but it's an octave. So for instance, you would play like seventh fret on the E string, and then um, fifth or ninth no. ninth ninth on the A and D. So it's the octave of the E of the E and the D that kind of makes it sound really heavier, which is really cool. Because like I, I think if I remember correctly, one of the things that you were doing was uh, in the chorus he plays it the normal quote yeah. unquote well, yeah. way, to, so it's a little it. softer. And then yeah. the second chorus he kind of plays it a little bit more. And then I think the third one he really just starts bringing it out and all well, of that. The, the bridge, yeah, the. the it used to be basically like that through all the parts, but then it, to make more of an impact, we played it normally in the choruses and then in the bridge when it comes back in, they play it heavier. <laughs> to really I like that track. That's like one of my favorite tracks. The drums to it are sick. Uh, I love playing the, the guitars are really cool for it and it's... Uh, the lyrics were written <laughs> during an episode of Cowboy Bebop. Um, it was actually the the song title is from one of the episodes, "Ballad of Fallen Angels." Is one of, I think it's like episode three or something, <clears throat> and it's "Ballad of Fallen Angels." And I literally was watching the episode and just wrote lyrics <laughs> to the episode, kind of. <laughs> And then was like, hey, I have this thing. It's stupid, but let's do it. <laughs> and then it kind of turned into uh, one of my favorite tracks. <clears throat> Again, I'm going to say it to every fucking track, though. Every, every track's kind of got its own favorite. Any, any track of his voice is on his favorite track. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if I'm on it, it's my favorite track. <clears throat> I can't let you hear it. Because I, I love Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Well, it's going to be out soon. What is it? The 28th? 29th? 28th, not 28th. 28th, 28th of January. Oh, it's like 29th of <laughs> Yeah. So we'll have, we'll have the whole six-track album out. Um, been putting a little bit of previews out here and there on Instagram for people. And uh, I think we're going to try to put out some more random content here and there as best as we can on Instagram. Uh and then we also have uh, a YouTube channel uh, that Brian mostly coordinates, which we're going to hopefully put out some more material there as well. If we, uh, once we start doing live shows, we'll probably start filming that. And he, uh, he does video editing as well. So we'll probably have him edit the videos and <clears throat> stuff like that and start putting them out there on YouTube as well. So I think it's all Stone Sloth Band or is it Stone Sloth Band? Yeah, Stone Sloth Band on Instagram and on YouTube. I will go <laughs> sub to that as soon as this is over. 
see some cool Santa Claus dancing to do tonight. Oh yeah, you haven't seen them already. There, there's a bunch of Santa Claus videos on Instagram and uh, YouTube. And the thing is, we uh, keep the content a little different on each platform. So I feel like that's really cool because that allows people to kind of go to one or the other and see something a little different from us. That way, it's not just the same content all the way around. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there's a dancing Santa Claus on pretty much both of them, but just different context as to why why he's dancing, I guess. Or why even Santa Claus is there. Yeah, I'm lying. Santa Claus is dancing because of uh, <coughs> snow cocaine. And on my on uh, Instagram, uh, it's, Santa it's Claus subtle. Is, it's subtle, but you'll if you'll, you watch you'll it, see you'll, it, you'll, yeah. you'll get it. And on, then on Instagram, Santa oh. Claus is uh, there to tell a ratty fucking child to shut the fuck up, <laughs> which is played by AJ. You gotta see it. The video is fucking ridiculous. You call him the kid because he's like ten years older than us. Ten, ten, yeah, ten years old. <laughs> I'm younger. No, 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 older. You're 10 years old. I mean, that's technically true. Yeah. Out of everybody in the group, AJ is the oldest person here because he understands social media the least. He would call us and hook up his DVD player, probably. That'd probably be like Laserdisc or some shit. Bro, I got VHS, so I feel that. I'm actually a time traveler. That's why I don't know shit about social media. He's got like a track in his fucking car. Yeah, I guess Dude, that's beautiful, man. A <laughs> track is gold. <laughs> I'm trying to convince them that we should release a cassette release, but they don't believe me. I'm down for a cassette release. Oh, he doesn't believe me. I have a cassette player, <laughs> so if you guys so do play. that, I got, I, got, I can well. play it. You know, let me. No, I fucking buy cassettes still. But yeah, if, if you guys do release, if you guys do release a cassette, let me know because I have I have a cassette player with a, it built into my record player, so yes. I will definitely play that. Good place to get tapes is a uh, tape head. Wait, uh, the real answers. Tapeheadcity.com. Hmm. They have a lot of good good tapes on there. I will have to look them up. I'm not sponsored by them. I just really like their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not, yet. not yet. Not 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 sponsored. I have yet. a sticker on my guitar, but I'm not sponsored by them. Yet. <laughs> I mean, we're we're such like a weird fucking. I don't know. Like, I want to get sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts so I can get free coffee. I used to get free coffee from uh, the owner of all the Dunkins in Hartford. You told me about that. I'm jealous about that. I used to walk in, and uh, if he saw me there. Which was weird because this motherfucker like owns like most of the Duncans in Hartford. Somehow he would see me, or I don't know if he fucking like told his employees, but a few times I'd walk into one randomly and they would not charge me no matter what. And I was very confused until I realized he owned them. And I was like, oh, the fuck. So oh, here's my cool. cool. like guitar picks. <laughs> I need more guitar picks. <clears throat> what color? I bought an Amazon. I was looking at. I was buying guitar books on Amazon. I was like, it was like seven ninety nine for like ten or eight ninety nine for seventy. I was like, I guess I'm getting seventy guitar picks. Fuck it. <laughs> and he's already lost all but one. No. So very nice. The whole kids are thick. He had lost them. Oh. 
<laughs> See, I told you. I told you we fucking lost them all but one. Yeah. He lost 69 of them. Well, Jiggity. I probably lost one. <laughs> Oh, this has been so much fun. This is like talking to your uh, part of your brain that uh, is addicted to caffeine and pornography. <laughs> and weed. And weed. Caffeine for me. Caffeine, pornography, weed. Weed, yeah. <laughs> Sex. <It's Rio. laughs> Drugs, rock and roll. Sex, <laughs> drugs, rock and roll. See? Yeah. Just like yeah. in the good old days. <clears throat> Just like the good old days. This well, Brian and I definitely both love coffee. AJ's not really a coffee drinker. I, I'll not drink like it. Those. I'll drink it occasionally, but like not all the time. I mean, I like coffee so much. I literally named my design company Large Coffee Designs. <laughs> 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 That's a fun story. Actually, the reason why. I, I chose large coffee. I don't know. It's not band related. Well, old band related. Old, old band related. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can share it if you want. But no, it's still part it's, of something. It's part of who I am. Uh, so, because I love coffee so much, we're at band practice, and me and my buddy Keenan were in the band together with, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, it was hit one of his friends. His name was Other Guy. Yeah. Oh, Nick. His name was Nick. And then our buddy Jared <laughs> was doing drums. But we um we went to go get coffee at the gas station because this is back in the day when like you couldn't just get coffee at home for some reason. Oh, because they didn't have coffee in the gas station. I'm like, wait, how fucking long ago was this? Like, was this like the fucking seventies? Pretty sure Dunkin' Donuts existed well, during like, the '80s. You couldn't go outside and get yourself fucking coffee. Jared, Jared's parents wouldn't let us brew coffee in the afternoon for whatever reason. <laughs> because you guys it. probably would fucking burn the place down. Probably. But <laughs> we, so we went to get coffee and we're driving home and the lid wasn't on right. I'm in the back seat and the fucking coffee spills all my crop. <laughs> so I'm screaming to him like, Follow! Screaming at the top of my lungs, and Keenan, who's driving, goes, Oh, Brian must really love this song and turns the fucking radio up really loud and keeps fucking driving. So, <laughs> I'm like, Pull the fuck over! The volume, he turns around, he goes, Oh shit, stop his car. And then when we get back home, Nick goes, All right, I'll see you later, Mr. Large Coffee. So it's like, from that day on, my, one of my nicknames is Mr. Watch Coffee. And the good thing is, because of that incident, we didn't have to worry about him ever uh, having children because he burnt off his fucking genitals. But I have two kids upstairs. Do you really, though? Or are those just something that we've been hallucinating? You've met Owen. That kid is 100% mine. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of seems like an omen to me. Yeah, see? See? And AJ definitely sees, sees spirits. Yeah, the first night in this house was whack. And I'm yeah. probably just fucking hallucinating, mm -hmm. to be honest. I'm pretty certain you guys aren't even in this room right now. He's not on the phone. I'm just literally sitting in a room with the lights off, talking to myself out fucking loud in all these different voices. Because I'm fucked up, man. I'm probably in, like, a spaceship controlling the room here. <laughs> no, the guys are right here. <laughs> this is the equivalent of, I see dead people. But worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, my God. So, so 
as Brian and AJ said, AJ's the kid. Brian's just the grump. And I'm sad boy. Sad boy Jones. Or I'm also known as bad eye. Bad eye Brian. He also is known, known as bottles. <laughs> that's not that's, that's ironic. That was me in 2020. No. <laughs> his, his is a different story different for why he's called Bob. We're not going to get involved in that story. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, time. <laughs> We're going to the other project. Years story. <laughs> that's some good stuff, man. <laughs> I don't know why they called me Sad Boy, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like every song I write is just like me screaming, I'm sad. 100% is. <laughs> just wrote a new song, guys. You've already written that song ah. five times. All right, well, let me write it again. This time it'll be a little different. I'll carry out the A a little longer. <clears throat> no, you got to stutter the D at the end. I just started going to the Final Fantasy fanfare. On a fucking nerd. Fuck you looking at me for? <laughs> Calling me a fucking nerd. Yeah. <clears throat> nerd. I only wear glasses so, so that I look like a nerd. Nerd. I don't even actually need glasses. You wrote a song to fucking anime. You're a nerd. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Which song was this? <laughs> we just talked about it. Oh, right. I'm sorry, my mind actually, my mind drifted because I'm like so into this. Actually, just... at one point in time, um, so when Brian and I first started doing Stone Swath stuff before we ever met AJ, when we were jamming out in my mom's basement, we started <laughs> writing a song. Um, I, I don't even know if we ever had a title for it, but it was a nerd song. It literally was like, like the lyrics are like, G.I. Joe and Batman, Batman comics, something else. And then like about having a girlfriend that lives in Canada and shit like that. And then rolling D20 and a bunch of other shit. Like it was a nerd, nerd song. It was a nerd, nerd song. Like, it was a nerd, nerd song. Cody's a nerd. <clears throat> I am not I a had nerd. no part of that song. <laughs> Have you, has it ever been released? No. No, no we never even, because uh, like once we started um, playing... Uh, with AJ and everything, I think we started originally when we first started. Like, I think Brian wanted it to really be a joke band or something in the beginning, which is why we went that route. I didn't realize really back into like Green Day, and I wanted to do like, and not that Green Day is silly, but I wanted to just do like silly pop punk stuff. <laughs> and then I started playing guitar actually, and like my Nirvana and like early punk influence kind of came out, so I stuck with that because. It seemed more natural to, for me to do that than force pop punk. <laughs> and it works really well with my sad lyrics. Yeah, so would pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do have a very silly song at the end of the album called Last Call. Last Call? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside joke from the album, actually. <clears throat> um, last, last Call is... Uh, the music video, if we ever get on making it, it's going to involve Muppets. <laughs> That's all you got to say. <laughs> it's, it's a really weird, high-energy song. It's kind of got, um, God, I don't even fucking know. Like, it's got, it definitely has like a bar feel to it. I mean, it's, ri it's written about going out to the bar 
getting so wasted that you don't remember what the hell happened, and then recounting the story the next day and trying to figure out what the fuck actually happened. Yeah, each verse is like a fragment of memory back. <clears throat> and each verse gets more ridiculous than the last. Like the first oh, verse, you're kind of like, all right, it's a regular drinking at the bar story. Then the second one, you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then by the third one, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And by the fourth one, wait, there's no fourth one. There is no fourth one. Fourth one's me going, and again! And then we just do do the chorus one more time, but this time in a higher-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> like a Muppet. <clears throat> Kermit the Frog here. I cannot wait for it to come out. I'm really, really pumped for that now. Oh, we even have a little skit that starts off that track. So, uh... I want to get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, the skit for it is fucking pure nonsense. We recorded that in AJ's basement. Um, we recorded it with, like, the three of us just talking around a microphone so that we can get, get it to sound like an actual conversation at a bar. And then we took beer bottles and started playing with those and recorded the beer bottles. We recorded AJ like smoking out of a bong. <laughs> and uh, what else did we record in that? Was there something else? Oh, and then you playing the acoustic. Oh yeah. He's sitting there like like yeah, I wrote I wrote the guitar parts and starts playing and all this shit. It sounds sick though. Like the <clears throat> I love the way that it transitions from the skit into the actual playing because the uh the skit he starts playing the acoustic but then on the actual recording he's playing the electric and it transitions so like it's so fucking cool like every time i hear it it's so crisp to the ear that i'm just like fuck it's such a great track for like the final track the album and uh for only having six tracks in the album i feel like the album's very solid and as soon as you're done you're like all right fuck it i gotta listen to it again Hopefully it doesn't take us another three years to come out with another album. When we came out of this, like, <coughs> six months into the band, it just took us a year and a half to actually release it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we, we wrote this stuff back in, uh, like, 2019, yeah. for the most part. Um, right before. I mean, we definitely did some revisions since then. Like, it's not, like, what you hear now, because I have older recordings, and the older recordings are wildly different. Some of them are wildly bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like, Ballad. Ballad was one of those that definitely did the biggest revision, I think. Sounds like nothing like the old version. Like, yeah. I'm a hack guitar player, but I barely know what I'm doing, but the early recordings, I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it was really cool that, like, it, it by taking all this time, we kind of... Uh, <clears throat> learn the parts well enough to figure out what worked and what didn't and then to revise and kind of go over it and stuff and then also we put in a bunch of like sound clips and stuff into a lot of the tracks um frankenstein as you heard starts off with one of the oldest recordings in history it starts off with a recording from um uh it's like one of the thomas edison recordings um i don't remember who it is on the recording but it was supposed to be for uh barnum bailey <clears throat> and the person's doing uh mary had a little lamb but they fuck up during it and say fuck so it's technically the first recording ever with the word fuck on it and i thought that's great for a fucking intro for our <coughs> <coughs> and i 
can't remember what other weird shit we put on the album. We, we, got, a, some, we got some clips in uh, Don't Tell Me. Don't Tell Me and Ballads yeah. got clips of uh, a drug PSA. <laughs> of a dude just I screaming at a bunch of people. I want to, I want to, I'm sure you know the Reefer Madness movie, the, the infamous. So there was, there was a musical for it also. And I want to, if we do shows, I really want to come out to the, uh, to, to one of the musical songs because it's just so, so ironic. <laughs> <laughs> and then AJ just comes out looking like a pot leaf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what well, we could do? He floats can... down no, no, no. from the sky. We have him on like rope and shit, but it's super cheap and like ghetto. No, what we got like falls halfway through. What we got to do is we got to spike my hair so it looks like number one. <clears throat> All right, Wayne Static. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've got a lot of weird shit. <laughs> hey, in my book, weird shit is good shit. The weirder, the better. Exactly. <laughs> stay happy, stay weird. Normal is stupid. We are definitely uh, super weird. Normal exists? Yeah. I thought it was just a figment of our imagination. Normal is the rat race, but that's a topic for another day. Agreed. <laughs> we'll be sitting here for hours as AJ just rants on for a day and a half. Alright, let me tell you why pigeons aren't real. He's the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very much into conspiracies. <laughs> I'm into like Bigfoot. He believes that the Eiffel Tower was never sank in the uh, Atlantic Ocean. No, no, dude, it happened in the Pacific. But on the moon. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. I need to calm myself. <laughs> the moon's also not real. It's not real, but it used to have water. It is. Yeah, turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> 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 No, the frogs are only gay because the pigeons, man. I mean, I would have turned gay if I looked at a pigeon. Quote <laughs> <laughs> of the fucking year. And we're Dude, not even we're... 20 days into the year yet. <laughs> so when you title this one, you have to, like, title it, uh... Don't tell what the fuck this sex, is. Sexy time with stone sloth, <laughs> bath, bombs, and suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the sound bite that fucking sells this whole fucking thing everyone's gonna be like this sounds like an interesting talk I don't want to ever hear it but it's interesting you know what <laughs> fuck it T text me that name and I'll fucking do it stone slot bath bombs and suicide yeah I'll do that <laughs> our next album title <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, no, I'm vetoing this. What the fuck? <laughs> Next album title is gonna be uh, Stone Sloth presents Brian's anus, and it's just a picture of Brian's butt. Why? No, but we do plan not not for the next album, uh, but we do plan on doing a uh, in the future an album called Stone Sloth in the worst of the '90s, where. I mean, the, the title might change, but <laughs> the concept is we're going to do 10 tracks, or nine tracks, yeah, 10 tracks, because it was 10 years in a decade. <laughs> um, we're going to take uh, the number 100 song of every year on the top 100 billboard, and we're going to cover it 
no matter what it is, we're going to figure out how to make it our song. <laughs> I'm already not excited for number uh, for 1990s tic-tac-toe. Because it's tic-tac-toe. And first off, that song is just garbage. <laughs> Secondly, wait, we got to find out what the worst song was the year I was born. <clears throat> When the fuck are you born? I don't even want to know. 97. Look up there. It's the eighth track. 97. That's <laughs> oh, my no, year, no. too, man. Brian and I are old as fuck. <laughs> 97's my year, too, man. Word. God, I'm like one foot in the grave. <laughs> you hear that? It's oh, like me cracking. Brian here is already in the grave. There's actually a fucking vampire. No, no, no. I'm the youngest person here. Okay. <laughs> Careful, he's going to ask us a question at the end, and it always stumps us. If we don't get the question right, we lose Jeopardy. Oh, my. <laughs> I just, I for the hell of it, I just looked up Worst Song of 1997 on Google. And the first thing that pops up is Friday. That shit wasn't even made in the 90s. Where is it? It's um, Friday, but that wasn't even made in the 90s, I don't think. No, that was like uh, 2010. So I think 2011 that came out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking up on Google, so I don't have whatever you're played, using. Well, I played, I played that song at my friend's wedding. Uh and then I locked the uh, the computer so that nobody could turn it off. <laughs> so you just heard, it's Friday, Friday. And everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I went and made ribs. It was a great, great fucking uh, wedding. The bride was covered in fucking barbecue sauce. Wait, are you serious? Did you say barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. Oh, barbecue sauce. Are you being serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she... Well, one, anybody who's gotten married, brides typically aren't eating for most of the fucking day. Uh, the wedding was kind of long, and by the time the food came out, because I was making ribs, um, she was starving. And because when you get married, everybody wants to talk to you, you have very little chance to eat. <laughs> so by the time she was finally able to eat, she's like, I don't give a fuck, and just fucking ate. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Good times. They wanted me to sing a sad song too at one point. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what they actually asked was for me to write a song and sing it, but they knew what they were in for. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. That was that was great, and tonight we have a very special performance from Stone Sloth, which I am very excited about. The first performance we have ever had on this broadcast. And we're hoping this uh, works out fairly well. Um, we kind of did a quick setup of the stuff. So this one right now that you're going to hear might not sound great until I actually send you the audio. <laughs> just because the uh, quality of the phone's probably not going to pick it up very well. But we're hoping that it comes out fairly well. We'll see. <laughs> it's the first time that we've done uh, this style of recording for uh, a live performance. So hey, fingers you, crossed. You don't need to worry. 
I'm not good at quality myself. Hell, I'm using a laptop and a fifty dollar mic I got on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, start somewhere. <laughs> You're fine. Exactly. Yes. All right, let's get this shit. We don't even know what track we're doing. Actually, let's do morphine. Morphine. Yeah. Morphine. All right. No, I mean, oh, music wise. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, maybe I'll see. Want to do morphine in the uh, last call? Yeah. I'm down for whatever we're doing. It sounds like it sounds like we're gonna do uh, two tracks. Ooh. What? I feel like that's not gonna be louder. What? What is that at the end of your um guitar?
thought I fucked up a little bit too. <laughs> I fucked up because he fucked up. <laughs> We're all gonna blame it on Brian. It was all Brian's fault. I couldn't hear shit. I was hearing myself, so. I couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear anything. I could kind of hear him. I couldn't hear right there, so. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not where it comes from, Brian. Right, but you can hear the, <laughs> hear the fucking hit in the fucking pad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's fucking basic science. So that was Sloth, Let's of Tracks, Frankenstein Philosophy, and uh, Morphine and PTSD, which uh, Morphine and PTSD will be on our album coming out on the 28th. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we definitely had fun doing it. So that that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Hopefully, next time we can uh, start getting stuff set up a little better. <laughs> I think it works pretty well. I think it did I too. It. And now some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our next album, Smooth Jazz by Stone Sloth. Hey, he looks like a jazz player back there with the suit and the hat. <laughs> oh wait a minute, wait a minute, we gotta get, get gotta set up the mood for. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love dimmer switches. <laughs> thank you for having us. Thank uh, you so much. We definitely enjoyed the interview. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. This has been so much fucking fun. Oh, I do have a question because last time you asked us if we had any questions for you. Ask oh, away. I have, a, I have a question too. All right, so Brian gets to go first with his All question. Right. So you've heard our tracks, right? Okay. Yep. I want you to tell us who do you think inspired us the most in the history we play for the band? <laughs> 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 I can't even think. <clears throat> oh my god. You got me really stumped on that. You have, a, have, have something that you want to ask him after? I really don't think I can answer that question. <laughs> There's no wrong answers. Yeah, I just, I'm just curious. What do you think uh, inspired the band the most? <sighs> In terms of like other artists or like life trauma, like what are you aiming at here? Artists, the other artists and stuff. Probably a bit of Nirvana. That's definitely my biggest influence. I mean, I was in there as a kid, like a little, little kid, I was in Nirvana. Like, there was, we've been one of my favorite bands since I was a little kid. Dude, Nirvana is so good. Yes, I wish they were so hard. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, Nirvana was definitely one of the the things that uh, I think inspired even like the way that I do vocals on on it because Brian brought that up and was like, "Hey, let's try kind of." Yeah, it was kind of the idea of keeping simple, doing keeping something. Free. Yeah, so we kind of approached it a little bit, maybe not exactly like Nirvana, but with the uh, no, but there's the mind way. frame of Nirvana because like one of the things that Dave Grohl said was um, thing that he missed was people just getting together and playing terrible music together. And I think that's kind of what we did was we just got yeah, together. We didn't play terrible music. <laughs> and then over time, we started to figure out each other's quirks and how to work together on it. So I feel like that Nirvana kind of 
did a lot for that. I mean, a lot of bands kind of they've burst that. They brought rock. That sounds corny and uh, <coughs> sings and overused, but it's true. They brought rock and roll back to rock and roll. Like before them, it's all about like how well you can shred or how many hot girlfriends you can get or like, about the fun back to play. It's kind of what I try to keep. Like I'm not going to joke around with these guys too, but I just mean I don't have fun with the guitar. So I play. So my question unless AJ's got one yet. Yeah, I don't think he has uh, one. So my question is, first I have to uh, present the idea, I guess, first. So everybody here knows what Muppetizing is, right? No? Okay. So Muppetizing is like, like you took the Christmas Carol and oh. they basically take all the characters out except one person stays human. Everybody else is a Muppet, right? So my question is, what movie would you Muppetize, and why is it Dallas does Houston? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Dallas does Houston is a, a sequel to Houston 500, which is where uh, this girl Dallas does oh, okay. a bunch of dudes from uh, See, I was Houston. Thinking, I was thinking so, of Dallas. <laughs> so, yes, so what Dallas. I it's it's a porno where this girl Dallas gets banged by every guy in Houston. So what I'm imagining is it's Muppetized. So the girl stays human, but the Muppets are the people gangbanging her. You want some weird <laughs> You got like Kermit the Frog there just in line and then right behind him, Grover. And Miss Piggy's there too. And she's pissed because she wanted to be the girl. No, I don't want to know. What movie would you Muppetize? <laughs> what the? This is Oh my god. What movie would you guys muppetize? Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah! Is, um... That one's gonna be my answer, you bastard. <laughs> Alright, but who do you keep human? Who do I keep human? Yeah. Marcellus. Marcellus? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, so who's the one that bends him over and does the things to his butthole? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> No, uh, Gonzo. Definitely Gonzo. <laughs> Kermit the Frog's got to be, uh, what, Samuel L. Jackson? No, that's got to be Fozzie Bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Right, now I'm imagining Kermit wearing a suit and having a fucking afro. Thank Kermit you. Kermit John Travolta. John Travolta? Yeah. Okay, so John Travolta's Kermit. Miss Piggy is, uh, obviously, um... Uma Thurman? Yeah. That would that would work really well, <laughs> especially because the fact that Kermit and her have that weird thing. Yeah. But like, it's not really a thing. Okay, that works. And then she ODs. Yeah. Oh, I want to see the fuck. Oh, dude, Miss Piggy, <laughs> the part when they revive her. <laughs> Say what? One more. <laughs> Could you Say imagine? Walk one more time. <laughs> Say Waka one more time. <laughs> All right, which Waka Waka? He just gets shot. <laughs> So, off the top of my head, I would have to say Zombieland, and I would keep Woody Harrelson's character as the person. And Kermit... Oh, no, I would have done... done. I would have kept fucking uh, Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray would have been the best character yeah. to keep in that one, just because it's <laughs> fucking Bill Murray, because it would have been funny as fuck to have everybody actually be Muppets, and then there comes Bill Murray. You know what's funny about it Bill Murray? Zombie. Bill Murray, whenever he signs up in a movie, he knows actually will show up until the day of the shoot. He'll <laughs> say yes... But he won't actually sign a contract for the day of the shoot. Wow. Now I'm just trying to imagine a bunch of zombie Muppets running around. <laughs> <destroying> <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> 
Oh my god, Beaker would be a perfect zombie. <clears throat> no, no, it'd be even better that they shoot Beaker, but Beaker's not a zombie. They Beaker just would definitely be. Is it Nicholas Sierra? Or is it the other? <laughs> oh, you're thinking um, Jesse Eyes. Yeah, they're the same fucking actor. But Beaker would definitely be Jesse Eyes. So who who would uh who would play the other characters? Miss Pinky has to play uh what's her name? What do they call her? Milwaukee? No, Arkansas. Yeah. Oh. Woody Harrelson would be which was Tallahassee. What's That's the dog. The fucking dog. That would be Woody Harrelson. I feel like that would work. <laughs> All right. So which movie would you muppetize? Well, Pulp Fiction was going to be my answer. <laughs> Because that is one of my favorite movies of all time, but well, I lost that one. Trying, I got. I, I really got to think about this. And the person who stays is uh, uh, Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I really got to think because it's been a while since I actually got to sit down and watch a movie because I've been so busy. But if I had, well, that's why I said. Why, why, why would you choose Dallas Does Houston? I didn't. You did. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even watched that movie. In like 10 years. Kermit's fucking standing there in line. Kermit the Frog here. Way to get baited. Fuck you, Miss Piggy. The count's counting every every thrust he has. <laughs> One! Ha, ha, ha. Even Sesame Street characters are fucking there, man. Yeah, because they're totally counted. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Three. Oh, hell no, I'm out of here. <laughs> that's that's why we. That's how we found found out how Big Bird got his name. Ninja Turtle movies were convinced and awesome. So, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are standing in line too. <laughs> no, it's just just everyone's there. You got Curry's the cowardly dog there. You got fucking. Let's see who else. <laughs> You got so weird at you got Ed and Nettie. You got fucking Tom and Jerry for some reason. <laughs> With Itchy and Scratchy from the Simpsons. <laughs> just just everyone's there. <laughs> so we basically just broke rule 34. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it now. Way. Infinity War. Thanos is the only human. Everyone else is a fucking Muppet. <laughs> All right, who plays the roles? Who's well, Iron? we got. Fuck, I'm trying to think because I know Spider Man is Kermit. Like fucking hilarious to be fucking fucking Iron Man. Have Gonzo be fucking Iron Man. <laughs> I am Iron Man. Then he just. <laughs> And then, of course, Pepper Potts is just the chicken. <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia. Miss Piggy's freaking Black Widow. <laughs> He's just Big Bird. <laughs> it's always sunny, Muppetized. <laughs> no, you throw everyone in there. You got Elmo as Thor. <laughs> Some weird shit. Pickles. Emil says time to die. He just throws his hammer. <laughs> I aim for the head this time, bitch. 
No, then, no, no. Then you got Pink Panther as Black Panther. Oh, now I want to see that as a movie. All right, Brian. So we'll get the rights. Someone did that as a cosplay. They got like the <laughs> Black Panther outfit. <laughs> Actually, someone did that. Someone got the um the Black Panther outfit, but got a Pink Panther head and made it black. So. <laughs> You can look it up on Google if you want. Um, pink Panther, Black Panther, and it's literally a guy with a Black Panther suit wearing a Pink Panther head. That's all black. It's hysterical. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I've seen that one. That that's whoever did that deserves a, whoever did money. that deserves a medal. A lot of money. There'd be a lot of weird porno out there. There already is. So we don't need any more. <laughs> rule 34, if it exists, there's one of it. Well, that's rule 34.5. What? First point one through four. First point one through four. Oh, there's there's like a laundry list. But I think 34.5 is, if the porn doesn't exist, it is your job to make it exist. <laughs> oh, God. The rules of the internet. When when you used to d- download porn off of LimeWire, no, you used to go to uh, Alta Vista. That was like the first freaking video search engines to like. It was like the only one at the time that had actual video search. You can search for yourself and see the video, in there, and then you could download the video file over the websites. It was like on the. Uh, Back when, everybody was, <laughs> back when everybody was on dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> no, or we go back, ah, e- we go back even further. Phone. Everyone's going to those video stores that are like right behind Blockbuster and shit. <laughs> the, the really sketchy ones. I went to a super sketchy one. You are a super sketchy one. I am a super sketchy one. Man, I miss Blockbuster. I'm actually the guy. I'm the guy in the stories that they were talking about at 7-Eleven. That's how they met me. I was like, hey, you guys want to start a band? You're like, oh, fuck. I'll suck your dick. That's good. (laughs) I am a little. For me. Oh, yeah. You're a handsome dude. Hey, it's it's not called homosexual. It's called bro. Wait, well, no, what was it? Homosexual. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> What's my wife call it? Uh, Brian, get your dick out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's actually something that you'd probably say too. When I worked at, so when I worked at AutoZone, <laughs> this is one of my favorites. So I, I would I would love to have this situation. I would love to be the like a customer in the store when this happened. But it happened to me, so I don't know. I only know my point of view. But I know it's actually funny from the customer's point of view. <laughs> so, I went to AutoZone. Me and the other guy were trying to get put rudders away. But the rudders, are, they're heavy. They keep falling over. So, I yell. I, I, he was like, Brian, put it in. I'm like, you got to fucking spread it more. And then he's just fucking jamming in. And then you hear the tire store laughing their ass off. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well Brian's neglecting to tell you about the story was there were no brakes or rotors involved in the story. Just him and his coworker having fun. No. 
<laughs> it's on the air right away. <laughs> the magic of that. <clears throat> Brian also doesn't like it when you kiss him on the mouth. No. <laughs> People get punched. <laughs> Brian's agreeing. <clears throat> so if you ever see Brian out in public, uh, kiss him on the mouth. I don't want to get punched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not homophobic or anything, you know. I support everyone, everyone, but Except I just don't he like. Doesn't, he doesn't like me. I just don't like play the affection or people giving my personal space. Yeah, that's how I am too. Brian likes it when I touch his butt. Though. No, I really don't. <laughs> this has been a blast of an evening. Perfect way to spend my night. <clears throat> He's like Jesus Christ! It just wasted so much time. I'm deleting this right after blocking these. <laughs> oh episodes. no, I loved it. I loved every second of this. <laughs> We're like, wow, we've never heard of heard from him ever again. <laughs> no, nah, you'll hear from me a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a good evening for us. This was really enjoyable. I love fucking uh, being able to play. That's always yeah. Cool. That was really cool. I like being able to talk about a few of the different tracks that we have too. Kind of go in depth a little bit about that, which was cool. Can't wait until uh, future shit comes. So yeah, our uh, album will be out everywhere on the twenty eighth of uh, we January. Started new album. Yep. There are a couple tracks. Yeah, we, yeah, we're already ahead on. We already got album artwork. Maybe another album and some other shit and some more music. I mean, because with this album, we uh. What did we write like twelve tracks, maybe at one point, kind of. Ish. Yeah, it was around twelve. Like, one of the songs, one of my favorite song that we we scrapped that I kind of hope we can bring back, maybe. It's called the hockey song, and it's a song about going to a bar and seeing someone wearing another team's jersey on, getting into a hockey fight in the bar. Brian didn't like like my lyrics that I wrote for it. No, it wasn't the lyrics that it was the way you sang it. It's an angry song and you're on this crying. <laughs> I started writing hockey, 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 hockey. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember the fucking chorus. The chorus was kind of cool. Of course, I don't really remember. The chorus was just fight. Fight. <laughs> no, no, that was the pre chorus. Oh, that was the pre chorus? Yeah. I mean, it was one of the few songs that we actually kind of had a pre chorus, even though it was technically just one chord. And then just kind of. <laughs> and then it went into basically. Well, it's cool, but what I liked about that song, too, structurally speaking, is that it had three verses and two courses to like on purpose. So that way it was like the three periods of the game and the two admissions to the game. So weird. Because we're nerds and we're like, yeah, let's structure it just like a hockey game. Because it's a hockey song. Yeah. <clears throat> and then what we did was to make it really authentic, we actually fought each other. Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, really? No. <laughs> I mean, we kind of fought a little bit about stuff. But <laughs> well, that's how bands work. Fair enough. Brian's like, quit singing so fucking whiny. And I'm like, quit yelling at me, Dad. <laughs> AJ's like this. This is accurate. Yeah, this is this is how it goes. <laughs> I just watched the two of them fight, and then I bang stuff. 
that's how it that's how it drowns it out sometimes. Just kidding. That's also how, how he tries to like, you know, like woo women. He's like, look, see, I could bang this well and oh, yeah. bang you too. Oh yeah, see see this see this forearm right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. You know what those hands do? Lonely nights. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worried about us, then uh that's cool. Nobody else is either. <laughs> uh, Brian's mom's gonna probably be the first one to comment on, on, on she's, this post. She's probably. She'll, she'll be like, I love you, Brian. This is great. And then his mom might actually post on it. And I don't, my mom's not gonna even comment on it. My that. mom will comment for you. <laughs> his mom will be like, I love you guys. There's my son. She, she calls Brandon her. Uh, Third son. Oh, Everybody no. else's mom likes me except my own mom. <laughs> oh, I know your pain. <laughs> I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> Even AJ's mom kind of likes me. Oh yeah, she she likes you. <laughs> she likes you. All the comments. Oh, which reminds me, we, we had a fucking article written about us, and we had a shit ton of comments on that. That was cool. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a good article. Green fans in Australia. Hell yeah. Oh, no. We're going down under. Stone sloth, down under. <laughs> Stone first. sloth goes down. Under. <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes are the <laughs> hey, eventually they work. <laughs> it's like a fucked up clock. <laughs> it's right two times a day. No, it just never works. <laughs> Missing the fucking hands. <laughs> it's just drawn in Sharpie and it's one time. <laughs> Except it's not even like drawn on, right? <laughs> I drew a little literal face on the face of the clock. <laughs> Look, Mom, I did a great job. She's like, that's great, son. We definitely gotta shoot this bastard. <laughs> what? Like it's like, it's like, it's like old yeller all over again. <clears throat> no, it's basically if I was a horse, my mom would have already took me out the pasture. I'd have been glued fucking years ago. You remember? Right? We got those cassette tapes from my mom's house where it was and I, so my mom was my my dad my mom and my dad are divorced and she remarried so I have a, a, a brother that was a half brother from my mom's side basically but so on this cassette tape I I, I know she's talking about like her my her my stepdad passed away like years ago and so I know she's talking to to the person on the cassette tape about their son together but she's like oh I have one son. And I was like, all right, I have one living son. And I was like, wait, am I dead? <laughs> well, well, the way she said it, well, wasn't she talking to like a psychic or something? Like that's that's what we we figured was she had to be talking to a psychic or something. But like she recorded the conversation on, on a cassette. And it was, it, I don't know, it was weird. Um, I was I'm pretty I certain was, it was on a phone because the way that it sounded, it sounded like it was a phone call that she recorded because the other person was clearly not in the same room. Yeah. 
um, but the way she said it, she's like, like, yeah, I have one living son. And then she mentioned the other son, not Brian. And all of us listened to it and we were like, what and, the fuck? And I had a few edibles that night. So I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, am I alive? We had to like poke him a few times. <clears throat> I spit on him. That that finally confirmed that he was alive. I cannot confirm or deny it. I don't remember. <laughs> I had too many animals that night. <laughs> it was one of those quick, quick bed nights, you know that, because I misread the label. <laughs> I thought it said that it was twenty milligrams each, but they're fifty milligrams each, and I took two of them. <laughs> so, yeah, you've done that a few times. Yeah, where, yeah there was where one you, time where you just took a handful of edibles and the next thing we knew like a half hour later he's just like trapped somewhere so there was a one time where i thought brandon's girlfriend time was downstairs and i didn't want to come downstairs and so i went no oh, what's right i thought he was in the bathroom upstairs he was in the bathroom upstairs i went to go to the bathroom, to go to the bathroom and i knew that went downstairs i was in spins and i knew that but i went to the bathroom door and it was shut and I was like, oh no. So I get downstairs. <laughs> As I went downstairs, and I get into the bathroom, I sit down and I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I get the energy to turn the shower on, but I fall into the shower. And the shower that we have, it doesn't have like a lip, it's just like, like on the ground. So I'm ass naked, but fully clothed my shirt up, with my face in the showers, thrown up in the shower. <laughs> and then I finally get back up and sip it out of the toilet and I pass out for like three hours with the shower still going with my head against the shelf. And I wake up the next morning like, why is such a fucking headache? And I was like, because I was leaning on the shelf my fucking forehead for three hours. Until I could finally have the energy to get upstairs and go to bed. Jesus. <laughs> Drugs are not cool, kids. See, see my, my, my summer of... Uh doing what was it? i took fucking edibles in the backyard and mushrooms with fucking uh d-bag such a bad night <laughs> it was great for a while until, until i got into the cycle of oh my god we're all gonna die <laughs> <laughs> my first thing i did mushrooms was at a wedding oh yeah you told me. <laughs> it was a disney themed wedding too He's yeah, just singing songs. It's a whole new hotel room. And I was just sitting on the porch staring at the lake for like hours. Which one of like, you was Kim? What's the sitch? And then, um, so our, our, we were, it was a, the wedding was in, the, in New York and we were sharing a hotel room with our friends and they also took mushrooms. So they, well, my wife was the one who didn't take any. And, they picked us up from, from this hotel, this other hotel that we were that we were we ended up at. And as they show up, like there's like 15 cops outside with like lights flashing. They're like, like Brian, you gotta hurry the fuck up, we gotta go. Like, it was such a fucking bizarre situation to be in. I have no idea what happened or why there were so many cops in the hotel room or the hotel, but it was crazy. Yeah, that reminds me of the time of being at the Q Club uh <clears throat> on uh, ecstasy, and the fucking cop showed up. <laughs> I was on fucking ecstasy, sit sitting outside this pool hall, 
<clears throat> and most of us weren't, weren't even 21 at the time. I think I was uh, 17. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there outside. The cops show up because they always showed up just to get people out. But I actually had a table that I paid for, but I forgot because I'm on fucking ecstasy and I couldn't fucking remember shit. <clears throat> and the cops show up. Everybody dips inside. I'm the only person outside that's under like 25. So it's me and a bunch of like 30 year olds <laughs> hanging out outside. So of course the 30 year olds are going to be left alone. Cops come over to me, start talking to me. And because I went there a lot, the uh, people there actually defended me. And they're like, no, 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 he's fine. So the next thing I know, I end up inside the cop car playing with the switches because I started talking to the cops about how I was in the military at the time. And they were like, oh, that's really cool. And then I, I don't know, I jokingly was like, I've always wanted to play with the switches. They let me play with the fucking switches while in ecstasy. So I'm sitting inside <laughs> the car and all of, all of the, my friends inside, they're looking outside and they're like, oh my God, Brandon's about to get arrested. Because all they see is the cops take me behind the car and they're like what the fuck and the next thing they know they just see switches going on and off and they're like what the fuck is going on until mm -hmm. i come in like 20 minutes later and they're like what what just happened and i'm like i i have no idea i was like i don't know i played in the car like i felt like a five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> the, five the q club was such a fucking crazy ass place there's there's a lot of shit going on there <laughs> so many underage people. Anyways, I got Chinese food already. It's been for two hours now. I should probably eat too. <laughs> I, I gotta eat. Uh, thank, thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. This has been so much fun. <laughs> Can't wait for uh, the episode to drop. Hell yeah. yeah it, will, it will <laughs> drop very, very soon. I can say that for sure. Sweet. I'm excited. You guys, you guys have a wonderful night. This has been another episode of First Listen Media. And today, our guest was Stone Sloth. Expect their new album to come out very soon. And we hope you all enjoy. Thanks, man. Thank you.